Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Wednesday morning. It's hard to believe that hump day is on us once again. And uh, October 2nd, uh, don't feel like October 2nd, does it? It feels like uh, still the uh, uh, the 71st day of uh, July, but uh, hey, I'm not complaining. That's one thing. When it comes to the weather, uh, uh, you when it, well, what should I say? When it comes to summertime weather, you will never hear me complain about that. I love the sun. I love the heat. Hey, it'd be like a year round tickle me to death. It wouldn't bother me one bit. In fact, the hotter the better. I know that people we we need rain. That's that's a given. The farmers need it, and you know, so I'm not trying to sound like a jerk, but I I love it when it don't rain. Because and it's hot because then I don't have to mow. I like that. The grass looks like cornflakes. I don't. It doesn't grow, and I don't have to mow every five every other day. <laughs> you know, but it's raining a lot there for a while. I can, it's all I can do stay on top of before I have my surgery. So uh, I'm. You know, that's one thing you won't ever hear me complain about. But now I like fall. I love the the, the changing of the leaves. It's beautiful and pretty. Uh, but uh, I love spring and I love summer, but I hate, I despise, I loathe winter with every fiber of my being. I just, I will never understand you homesick Eskimos who like cold. I just, I, oh gosh, man, once you get that bone chilling cold, you can't ever get your feet warm, your hands warm. You know, you it's hot, you come inside, take off a few clothes or something, you're cool, it's over. And it's that cold, it's just, ugh, you can't go outside and enjoy nothing. I don't know, I don't get it, but hey. Not everybody's meant to be the same. That's why we're like, a, as as people, we're like a, a plethora of flowers, like a bouquet of flowers. Everybody's unique and, in, and different, and that's what makes the world interesting. Uh, if everybody was alike, then uh, uh, life would be boring. So, uh, uh, so but anyway, um, you know, I, I realize everybody's anxious for the fall weather. And from what I can tell on uh, social, I mean, not social media, but uh, the news network, it's supposed to start turning pretty chilly towards the end of the weekend here. Overnight lows, like in the or low 50s or uh, uh, high 40s or something like that. So, uh, so at least you got that to look forward to anyway. But uh, anyway, it's hump day. It's Wednesday. And I want to encourage you all to go to church. Uh, you know, we need that midweek refueling. We need that so we can uh, get spiritually recharged to finish out our week. And it's sad to see that so many churches have cut out Sunday night and Wednesday. Good, night. good morning, uh, Talena. Good morning, Mr. Keller. But, uh, you know, so many churches have cut out uh, Wednesday evenings. And, and we need to understand and realize that Sunday night and Wednesday night is every much as important as Sunday mornings. And, uh, uh, again, you know, I'm not trying to throw guilt on anybody. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. You know, but the fact is, either you're demonstrating God is first in your life or you're not. Where's your priorities? Now, if you have to work, that's one thing. If you're just staying home being lazy, that's another. You can't help if you're sick. You know, there's things, there are circumstances as to why to stay home, but a lot of people are just lazy. And man, we got to get out of this apathy. We have to get out of this complacency. We have got to get our fannies back in church demonstrating to the world that God is so important to me that I want to learn more and more that Sunday morning is not enough, that I want to go on Sunday night and Wednesday night. And I'll be honest with you, I think Sunday night and Wednesday night is, is I think you can learn more in the respect that it, it, because a lot of times because it is a smaller crowd, but that um, uh, it's more intimate, I feel like, that it's more of a Bible study. And uh, and I think we can learn a little more. So uh, good morning, Keith. But um, I like to summer forever. I, I agree with you. But uh, so, you know, we need to come to church. So whether you come to Family Life Bible Church or you got a home church, wherever you go, make it a priority 
to attend church on Sunday nights and Wednesday nights, Wednesday nights as much as you do on Sunday mornings. We need that spiritual growth. We need to constantly, continually be in a uh, in a, a position of growth spiritually. You don't let get stagnant. It's easy to do. It's easy to make excuses. Hey, where I, even as a pastor, where I've missed a lot for being sick, I could see how easy, you know, if uh, not being a pastor, how easy it would be to get out of church because where I've missed so much, it's easy to kind of get in a routine of, well, you know, I, I just don't really feel like going or something like that, you know, if you're sick and, uh, uh, and easy to make those excuses. So I could see it. I could really see it. But uh, but I look forward to going to church. Not even not even if I wasn't a pastor. I look forward to going to church. I look forward to seeing my church family. I look forward to talking to people. I look forward to those things. I look forward to learning. Even if I have to speak, it's just it's it's a learning experience for me as well. Because where I'm doing my studies to 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 teach or preach, I, I learn uh, what God wants me to wants to reveal to me as well. And so uh, I encourage you. Uh, it's Wednesday. Go to church. All right. Let's dive into our Bible study this morning. We're looking at uh, Proverbs chapter three. Uh, verses 23 through 26. Uh, sorry for the long intro. I just, uh, uh, I want to, uh, just in, trying to encourage you. But anyway, uh, Proverbs 3, 23 through 26. If you have your Bibles handy, please use them. Even though I put the scriptures, scriptures up on the screen, I want you to get in the habit of using those Bibles. You cannot be proficient with a weapon unless you practice and use it. So in other ways to be, in other way, and, uh, oh, get out here a second. One, the only way to be proficient with the Word of God is to use it, to study it, and to learn it wholeheartedly. Uh, thank you, Talina. We have an awesome church. Thank you so much. I appreciate those kind words. So let's look at this, Proverbs 3, 23 through 26. Then shalt thou walk in thy way safely, and thy foot shall not stumble. When thou liest down, thou shalt not be afraid. Yea, they, thou shalt lie down, and thy sleep shall be sweet. Be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked. When it cometh, for the Lord shall be thy confidence, and shall keep thy foot from being taken. So, you know, there's a lot of things um, that... Um, uh, we can be afraid of, you know, we can have anxiety when it comes to uh, physical. Trust me, I, I of all people know what it's like to have to have anxiety because I worry. Uh, good morning, Mickey. And uh, we'll definitely be praying for you, sir, uh, most definitely. And um, but, you know, I know what it's like to have a lot of anxiety when because as a pastor uh, dealing with a lot of health issues, uh, you know, I, I need to be at hospitals. I need to be visitations. I need to be behind the pulpit. There's things that needs to be, that has to take place. And uh, it does worry me because where my dad's wanting to retire and me taking over, uh, I don't want to do anything to jeopardize. Uh, you know, it's not, it's not just about, it's, to me, it's more than, oh, well, I don't want to lose my job attitude. It's not like that. I mean, I don't want to lose my job, but the fact of the matter is, that uh, I want to make sure that the word of God's going out there. And if I'm uh, sick or hurt or something like that, and I can't be there, then I can't do what I've been called to do. It, this, to me, as a pastor, it's more than employment. It's more than a profession. It is it is a compulsion. Uh, you know, uh, it's, it's just like the Apostle Paul talked about, what is me if I do not preach the gospel? It, it is, is that compulsion I've got. That's why I do these every morning, these these devotions, to, to encourage you, to help you. Uh, I want to, uh, the Lord to use me in a mighty way. So I understand that kind of anxiety. I understand anxiety over bills, fear of the unknown, fear of this, fear of that. I, I have dealt with a lot of fear in my life. I used to be afraid to even go to school because uh, where I used to go to school at, uh, at a Christian school, they tormented me. I mean, my life was miserable, how they used to make fun of me and pick on me, and I was in fights all the time. And I would literally, I remember waking up in the mornings, 
and it started getting sick to my stomach because I dreaded going to school that bad because I knew what was waiting on me when I got there and I hated it. See, yeah, you know, we did, you know, but it, it taught me to stand up for myself and it taught me to be strong and also to have a thick skin, you know, cause some people, you know, they like to joke and kid around, but it's not all, you know, sometimes it can hurt your feelings, but as a pastor, you have to have a thick skin. But, um, you know, when I went to high school, Daniel Boom, man, everybody's pretty cool there and enjoyed that. But uh, when I went to that Christian school, it was uh, miserable. And uh, sorry, it's a trash truck out there. That's why you're hearing all this, these noises and uh, dogs barking and such. But uh, uh, normally they don't show up to 10 o'clock, but now that I'm doing my devotion, they want to show up now. But anyway, uh, so I know what it's like to have that kind of fear. I know what it's like to be... Uh, be afraid when you go to sleep at night, uh, you know, the, your mind running in a million directions, you can't sleep and you're worried about this, you're worried about that. And uh, so I understand anxiety and worry of anybody in this world. I understand it. And that's something I have to pray about all the time. Something the Lord has to help me get through. I've, I've been on antidepressants. I've been on anti-anxiety medication. I've been all this stuff. They didn't do jack squat. I'll be honest with you. The only thing that gives me peace is spending that time with God each and every day, spending that time with Jesus each and every day. That's the only thing that helps me to overcome my fears and anxieties. What I, because Philippians 4, 6, 7, to be anxious for nothing. By prayer and supplication, let your request be made known unto God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So we know that if we use God's word, that he will, that the fear only comes from the devil. All right, for God's not giving us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Fear and anxiety comes from the devil. We need to meditate on God's word each and every day. We need to spend, meditate and spending that time in prayer. Now, when I say meditation, let's not confuse that with a new age philosophy of, of, uh, of, of Eastern religions, of yoga and things of that nature. In fact, uh, it amazes me the churches who incorporate yoga into some of their things. And uh, if you all ever get a chance, I've posted several times before, read the, uh, the article Dad wrote in regard regards to uh, yoga and uh, uh, how it represents these different positions, represents these different false gods. And, and so we need to be very careful, careful about these kind of things. But anyway, you know, so what are you meditating on? You know, you, are you uh, meditating on the things of God? Are you, are you concentrating on things of God or are you meditating on fear? In your, and so, the, in other words, what are your what is your focus? What is your concentration on? See, we can uh, we can either meditate on the things that are ungodly, the things that we have no control over, the things of fear and anxiety, or we can we can meditate on who is in control, who gives us power, who gives us strength, who gives us perseverance, who gives us courage. And that's Jesus Christ. So what are you meditating on each and every day? Where is your mind going? What is controlling your thoughts and actions? Is it Jesus Christ? Or is it your fear and anxieties ruling your life? You see, that's where we have to understand, you know, uh, is, is where am I at spiritually? You know, what is, what is dominating my thoughts daily? And that's what we have to be very careful of. Make sure that you're spending... Quality time with the Lord. You know, I encourage each and every one of you to read your Bible, spend that time in prayer. I want you to do that, but you need to take some time, just quiet time, just focusing on you and the Lord. And and uh, with this surgery I've had to have, it, it has been major surgery. It's, it's greater than any surgery I've ever had in my life. I've had my tonsils out, gallbladder out. I've had uh, surgery on my back uh, for uh, I was having some nerve damage with my right hand. Uh, but nothing as evasive as as this surgery I've had uh, a few weeks back. Uh, I've said it's been over a month now. But uh, but one thing they they've made me do is I have to walk. And even though I'm in a lot of pain, the doctor says I know it sounds counterintuitive, but you need to walk, and that will actually that that tearing and, and healing and tearing and healing will actually make you better. 
So uh, in um, so each day as I spend some time just outside trying to walk and forcing myself to get out and do these things, it gives me time to just have quiet time with me and Jesus. And I ask God, I, Jesus, talk to me. Give me the wisdom and the discernment to know it's you, to carry it, be humble before you, and uh, to be malleable to, to, in other words, that I am, am, am open to God to, to mold and shape me in the direction he wants me to go. And I just want to, I just try to focus. I, I, shut, I shut up mentally. I shut up uh, uh, physically and just try to listen to what God may have. I'm like, God, what is your marching orders? What would you have me to do? How can I listen to you better? And you can feel the old devil not liking that. He wants to uh, uh, get in there and start creating thoughts that are ungodly that you should not focus on. And I've literally had to say, Lord Jesus, please just help me. Help me to focus, Lord. Push these things out of my head. And it's hard to do sometimes. But see, that's what the the devil, the liar, the father of lies wants to do. He wants to uh, distract your concentration. He wants to dominate your mind. He wants to create fear and confusion and anxiety. He wants to cause all these things. So if you are having trouble sleeping at night, quit focusing on what you have no control over. Quit focusing and meditating on the worries and fears of your life or what you're going through. Uh, you know, it, it, uh, somebody came up to me Sunday, and, and I know they had good intentions, I, and I, I didn't take it bad or anything like that, where I was talking a little bit about some of the things I've been going through and said, remember, there's people out there who have it worse. And that is true. There are people out there who are going through things far greater than what we are, but that should not minimize your journey, what you're going through, because even though it may not be as grand as what somebody else is going through, at that moment, that is the biggest thing in your life that you're dealing with. And so that's why we need to make sure that we are giving it all to God. And so when you're laying there asleep at night, Instead of focusing on the things you have no control over, things that have, you know, whether it's past, present, or future problems, you need to be focusing on Jesus Christ. And I think that if more people would put that attention and focus on the Lord and not on their problems, they would sleep better and they would have better lives. And this is what we're getting to at the root of these passages in regards to fear. That even, you know, that thou shalt, uh, let's, read, let's read back over this one more time. I think we need to. Thou shalt, and then shalt thou walk in a way safely. Thy foot shall not stumble. So God is with us. We, he will keep us uh, safe. Uh, when thou liest down, thou shalt not be afraid. That's what I'm talking about. When you go to bed now, don't be afraid. You have God on your side. Yea, thou shalt lie down, and thy sleep shall be sweet. But be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of desolation of the wicked when it comes. So understand, for the Lord shall be thy confidence, and thou shalt keep thy foot from being taken. God will protect us. We see about the desolation of the wicked. It's the separation of the wheat and the tares. One day, you know, just like Sodom and Gomorrah and and uh, and during Noah's time, when all the when God separates uh, his elect, his those his children. From the uh, wicked, there's nothing to fear because we are God's children and, he, and we are going to be taken away from that while the wicked is being destroyed and, uh, and, and sent to the lake of fire. So we know, have that confidence that though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. As Psalm 23 tells us, so let us walk each day with confidence. Let us not walk in, in, in bent over in fear and, and cowardice because we know where our courage comes from. We know where our strength lies. We know what helps us to drive forward and keep moving forward, and that is Jesus Christ. Do not let fear and anxiety dominate you. And uh, if you have bills, give it over to God. If you're worried about money, give it over to God because he is the one. It's his money, and I don't care how much you earn or where you work, it's God's money, and you're just a steward of it. 
Don't let, uh, uh, you know, physical, uh, you know, you might get some of the worst diagnosis out there, but we have the faith and the confidence to know who is in control and whether he heals us on this side of heaven or on the other side of heaven, we give it over to God and we know who's in control and he's going to take care of us. And uh, uh, thank you, Talia. And so, um, uh, so we know uh, that we do, there's nothing to fear. Fear is of the devil. God gives us confidence. No matter what obstacles we face, no matter what disasters may come our way, the trials that we may endure, know who's in control and put away that fear and anxiety because we know that God has got this. If God is for us, who can be against us? What can man do to me? God is by our side. He's walking beside us. He's there with us through everything, through life and through death. And so if we have that confidence, then we have nothing to fear because we have the one who created the heavens and the earth, created man, created every living thing. And we have God on our side. There's not a thing in the world the old devil can do to you. There's nothing no man can do to you because God is with you. Keep that in mind as you go out today and let that fill you with confidence and strength. Let us have a word of prayer. Therefore, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, uh, help us to overcome those uh, those troubling times in our lives, to overcome fear and anxiety. We have fear of losing those we love, fear of, of dying, fear of uh, our financial situation. We have all these anxieties. But God, we know that you are in control. We know that you will take care of us and that all things work together for good to love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Lord, let us uh, have our faith increased. And Lord, uh, let us be strong in our faith and our convictions, knowing that you are an almighty, all-powerful God who loves his children, who will protect and watch over us each and every day. And Lord, for anyone watching this today that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God. Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, as always, be with our teachers, parents, children, bus drivers. Let them get to school and back safely without any problems or complications. Uh, Lord, uh, Mr. Mickey Grant said that uh, he's needing prayers this morning. And Lord, uh, you know his heart and mind. You know the situation he's dealing with. And Lord, you know that concern. And I pray that you are intervening in a mighty way and that your will will be done. Be with all the prayer requests and concerns I see each and every day on social media. People needing, uh, having a lot of problems and unspoken requests. And you know those hearts and minds and, and your will be done in those situations as well. Be with our first responders, our police officers, our, our military. Lord, be with our president. Bless, bless him and his family. Protect him, lead him, guide him. Give him wisdom and discernment, Lord. And Lord, be with this nation. Touch hearts and minds like never before. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate each and every y'all watching uh, this morning, as I do every morning. And uh, don't forget uh, to tune in on my podcast. I, uh, as always, I stream live. I had a great interview with Mr. Chris McIntosh. Next week on the 10th, I'll be uh, speaking to Mr. George West. And then after that, uh, I have Kerry uh, Eistrup. And after that, Steve Mann. And then I'm, I'm lining up more people after that. Uh, also, I've got a couple uh, young ladies I'm speaking with who has, uh, since it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, uh, I thought it'd be good to talk to these young ladies who have actually went through this and the Lord's brought them through the, through the other side. And so we'll be talking hopefully to them here in the next couple of weeks as well. So we got a lot lined up. So be sure and tune in on the podcast, Doc Young Chronicles. Just go to your Apple podcast and you can go in there or type in that title and you can watch uh, the uh, video feed of that uh, on YouTube. Uh, if you want to share these devotions or have people that you think might want to watch these each and every day, they can add me on their Facebook at Doc Young 77s. Uh, 
And if they don't do uh, Facebook, my Twitter is at Doc Matthias Young, and they can watch on there as well. So, uh, again, I encourage you to go to church tonight. It's Wednesday night. Let's get that midweek refueling, and then that way we can get recharged and hit the rest of the week running. And then we look forward to our time together on Sunday morning. So, thanks for watching. I hope everybody has a fantabulous day, a blessed day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching.